There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good morning, everybody. It is your daily crypto news for Friday, October 6, 2023. And uh, I actually recorded this like 14 times already because every time I said October 6, I was like, this date seems familiar. And I had to really think about it. It's my parents' anniversary. Well, not my parents. Well, my parents. My parents divorced many years ago, but they actually remarried on the same day. So happy anniversary to my parents. And I hope everybody has a great day. Let's get into Asia Focus. I'm Sarah, aka JK Remote. Welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News focusing on the Asian crypto scene. My email is sarah at dailycryptonews.net and it's open 24-7 at your service. India is aiming to create a comprehensive global database of all crypto exchanges, including those operating on the dark web to improve its capacity for detecting cryptocurrency-related crimes. This project is going to be done by the end of the current fiscal year, so somewhere around 2024. The global database of cryptocurrency exchanges is anticipated to play a crucial role in providing essential information on cryptocurrency assets. Great initiative! Again, I'm pro to legalizing crypto and I think this is a standard procedure to make that happen in a constructive way. Blockchain data platform Chainalysis in a newly published report found that Hong Kong is an extremely active crypto market by raw transaction volume, with an estimated $64 billion in crypto received between July 2022 and June 2023. That's not far behind China's $86.4 billion received during the same time period. Despite Hong Kong having a population of 0.5, the size of mainland China's. To dive a little bit deeper, Hong Kong seems to have a lot of fun flowing from institutional investment, while South Korea is the least institutional-driven market in the Asian region. Japan appears to be the Eastern Asia country 
whose retail versus institutional transaction breakdown is most in line with global averages, says Chainalysis. This is an interesting report to navigate how the Asian market is evolving towards the crypto industry. The Asian market is often not so easy to follow because the biggest market, the Chinese market is a very closed market and we always only have access to limited information. In summary, China could be warming up enough to experiment on crypto investment through Hong Kong. Hong Kong has financial autonomy to try different kinds of investment use cases in crypto and some funds have already given testimony that some Chinese government-backed entities are indirectly investing in Web3. Even if this is not the most concrete report, but I think it can give a good direction on how we're doing in the Asian crypto market. Money is there. The Hong Kong Police Force, HKPF, and the Securities and Futures Commission, SFC, have formed a crypto-focused working group to deal with illicit crypto exchange activities. You know who we're talking about. This is all from the scandal with JPACs over the last September. Quick recap. September 13, Hong Kong's financial regulator notified the public that it had received over 1,000 complaints against JPACs. September 15th, the JPAX exchange raised its withdrawal fees to 999 Tether. September 18th and 19th, the local police arrested eight people related to the scandal. September 23rd, the local police received more than 2,265 complaints from victims of the exchange. And moving on to September 29th, Hong Kong, Macau police arrested four people, quote-unquote, relatively close to core of JPEG's crypto scandal. October 5th, Hong Kong police have arrested six more suspects in connection with a growing 1.55 billion Hong Kong dollar financial scandal. Now, this is getting real. From the very first report on Asia Focus on September 15th, oh my god, here we are. We'd had to see what's actually going to happen in the future, but please, please, please stay safe. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. South Korea is venturing into the digital frontier by piloting a central bank digital currency CBDC program. The Bank of Korea, along with the Financial Services Commission and Financial Supervisory Service, 
declare their combined intention on October 4th to assess the potential of a digital currency system based on wholesale CBDCs. The pilot will see technical guidance from the Bank for International Settlements. Two types of CBDCs will be under the spotlight, retail and wholesale. For the wholesale CBDC, it's basically turning the, its deposits into a digital form. Testing for the retail versions of the CBDC is set to begin by the end of 2024. I'm really very skeptical about this CBDC program. In Asia Focus, we have shared different kinds of initiatives around CBDC, reports of so-called CBDC experiments. The usual stance in other Asian countries executing them is to figure out the role of CBDCs in enhancing international transactions and shaping a revamped global monetary system. But Korea? Still not even done with the system to facilitate them. Over a long period of time, we really haven't made any progress on experimenting with CBDC compared to other countries. We are just too scared. It's all potential and potential and potential. It's just news, nothing concrete. What are we going to test? Which exact use cases are we going to test? Why are we testing even? Koreans gotta move faster and smarter than this. Right around the corner next to South Korea, Japan is rather moving fast these days. Nomura's crypto subsidiary Laser Digital has opened a new office in Japan to boost its presence in Asia. Hideaki Kudo, a former executive director at Nomura, has been appointed as head of Laser Digital's office in Tokyo. On September 26th, Laser Digital received in-principle approval from Abu Dhabi Global Market. And before that, back in August, Laser Digital secured a crypto license from Dubai's Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority. Congratulations on the opening of a new office, and I'm looking forward to seeing more crypto activities in Japan. That's all for today. Moving over to this side of the globe, Matt Huang, he's the co-founder and managing partner at crypto investment firm Paradigm. And he testified at the SBF trial. And this may help prosecution convince juries that SBF defrauded investors. Huang testified on Thursday that he and his firm were in the dark about ranging business practices at FTX. Red flags that would have affected his business decision to invest in the company. But this is just not altruism in his part. He is here because, well, he's pretty pissed at Sam. He and Paradigm also has a class action lawsuit against FTX. So how much did he invest into FTX? Between 2021 and 2022, Paradigm funded over two rounds for $278 million. When the prosecutor asked Huang how much is the estimate current value of this investment, Huang said he marked it down to zero. Well, Matt Huang is not the only person testifying in the SBF trial. FTX co-founder Gary Huang. Now, those are two different ones if you're not understanding the pronunciation. One is Huang and one is Wong. Anyway, Gary Wong testified in the court that Sam Bankman-Fried and his inner circle committed wire fraud. He said, we allowed Alameda to withdraw unlimited amount of funds. And he also said that he did have access to customer deposits. The way Wong explained it, Alameda had a large line of credit, a way to place orders that got executed faster on FTX's platform and could withdraw unlimited funds. It was allowed to carry a negative balance, he said. By the time FTX collapsed, Alameda withdrawn around, eh, let's say, $8 billion on the platform, 
and they had around $65 billion on its line of credit. Wang also disclosed that he earned around $200,000 in annual salary with 17% equity in FTX. Meanwhile, Sam had around 65% of the company. Wang continued to say that when it came to Alameda Research, Bankman owned 90% of the company, while Wang had around 10%. Wang said that the company allowed him to withdraw around $200,000 from the company to build a house and was also given access up to around $300 million to use and invest in other startup companies. And finally, we all know Ledger. Ledger is a hardware wallet. Well, sadly, it looks like they're going to lay off around 12% of its workers. That's around 88 people. The announcement comes roughly seven months after Ledger raised more than $109 million in a funding round, giving the firm a $1.4 billion valuation. In August, Ledger also integrated its Ledger Live software with PayPal, allowing for U.S. residents with verified accounts to buy cryptocurrencies. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greets at 43. Fearful. By the way, $730 million worth of Bitcoin and Ethereum options are set to expire, so keep an eye on the price. Bitcoin is sitting at $27,512, down 1.6% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,628, down 0.8%. Tether's number three. Binance is at 211, down 0.6%. And XRP is number five at 51.9 cents, down 1.1%. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Solana, Cardano, Doge, and Tron's interesting because I woke up this morning to a lot of articles about Tron and how it's going gangbusters. It's up 4%, 5%, and because of some kind of partnership or investment and well it's down 3.5 percent right now but it's still in the number 10 spot the total market cap is sitting at 1.08 trillion we have a btc dominance of 49.6 and an eth dominance of 18.1 and really quick just really quick a lot of people are talking about this recession coming this downturn in the market there's a lot of indicators that says we're in deep shit <laughs> and a lot of people are saying like bitcoin is the digital gold it might go opposite of the market I want you to know, and this is not financial advice, obviously I could be wrong, but there is no way that Bitcoin's going to go opposite of the market. If we go down, if the markets go down, if the NASDAQ tanks, the S&P 500 tanks, the Dow tanks, Bitcoin's going down. It's going down big. So if you're holding dry powder, hold it for it to go down. Again, not financial advice, just what I think is going to happen. Do not believe this digital gold that is decoupled from the market. It is absolutely, absolutely not and even if it was de decoupled from the market, you would have to have a lot of people hodling it outside of exchanges, outside of businesses, out of their balance sheets, um, just in wallets in general. And you would have to have a way for institutions to put that institutional money into Bitcoin decoupled from the market. Maybe a Bitcoin ETF could help stabilize that a little bit, but do not believe any hype that Bitcoin is decoupled from the market and is going to stay even or go up if the American economy goes down. It's not going to happen. So take that with a grain of salt, and I'll see you on Monday. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>